Hello and welcome to the round one edition of the Fins Up podcast. I am your host, Terry, and I am joined by my handsome colleague who looks fresh, uh, revigorated, rejuvenated. Rugby league season is a bag back for him. It's his favourite time of the year. I'm joined by Sunday Dan. Dan, how you doing? Mate, very good. Thank you. It is a good time of the year. The best time of the year. I tried to think of some R words to go off your intro, uh, but I couldn't other than rugby league. And Ronaldo, that's it. And Ronaldo. There's two for you. That's better than you'll get. Mate, I'm actually wearing a collared shirt on the show for literally the first time ever. Yeah, well, it's my work from home day today, so I'm still in my pyjamas. Oh, fantastic. I, well, I wear this to bed tonight, and I can be in my pyjamas too. Cool. Uh, look, Dan, it's a big, 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 big week of rugby league. Obviously, round one is upon us tonight. We kick off with the Seagulls and the Panthers, but that's not the main event for me. That's not even close. No, the Melbourne United are playing the Perth Wildcats, and we really need Melbourne United to win for the Sydney Kings to get the top four. So I'll be watching that. I'm going to ignore this battle for the spoon game that's upon us on a Thursday night. Watch the other game of two one-man teams. One man's out. Clear he's out. So it doesn't even matter anymore. Yeah, I just, just as an FYI, I changed my tip to Manly. I just, I've got no faith in that Penrith team. I saw how they performed against Parramatta. Oh, mate, if there's one thing that counts for heaps, it's trial form. So exactly. I 100% agree with you there. Wink, 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 Penrith by heaps. Uh, now, before we get into our glorious round one team, we have to point out that our coach, Craig Fitzgibbon, will not be coaching this week as he has... COVID. Now, Dan, you came up with a very good point yesterday on Twitter, and you think it's a conspiracy because Fitz wants his first game to beat Shark Park. I certainly do. Now, I, I love Sir Fitz, so I don't think that's... Yeah, that's not up for debate. I think everyone knows this. But I love him even more because I have a feeling he, he got COVID on purpose, so he didn't have to travel to Canberra. Smart move. Don't blame him. But more importantly, his first game as an NRL coach will be at Shark Park, and I think that's poetic. Yeah, now, he... You know, listening to some things that Dave Ritchie has said and some other people around that have been chatting to on Twitter, Fitz knew early in the week that he had COVID but was testing negative. But such is the pedigree of the great man, he wasn't turning up to training. Oh, gotcha. Well, the mate, he saved us he from six or seven points. He did all his training uh, on a tripod with a uh, uh, iPad and he was screaming at people through a camera. Now, I reckon that'd be more fierce than him actually being there. Yeah, I reckon put him on a little drone and zoom him around, and I think you got a frightening. Mate, I also have another theory. Fitzgibbon could have beaten COVID. He's, yeah. he's the man with the... With well, how to I reckon it. he's the cure for COVID. That's it, mate. You touch that bald head, give it a rub, and good things happen. I reckon he said, okay, you know what? It's only fair that I, a non-mere mortal, contract this disease, get out of the way early, and then he'd be right for the finals, mate. Oh, it's... Every every decision this guy makes is a good one. Yeah, and it's going to be a long finals run for us as well. Now, speaking of fits, he's ticking all the right boxes. With the players available, we finally got what we wanted, and that's to see Ronaldo Molotalo in the centres. What did you make of the round one team, Dan? Mate, I loved it. We we picked it too, just quietly. We said this is the side we want, this is the side that it will be. We were correct on both terms because there was a dropout late. Look, Ronaldo in the centres, I know it didn't come about the way we wanted it to. It came about via an injury, which is very unfortunate. But I think Connor Tracy going to struggle to get back in this team unless uh, unless Cavallo isn't up to standard. I thought pretty much 1-17, to it was a team I would have picked. Minus one change on the bench, which I think we picked a heavy bench, as I thought we would going to Canberra. Uh, if it's raining on Friday night, tomorrow evening, I believe there might be a late change. I think a young, fast utility might come on the bench at the expense of one of the big boys in the middle and tear up that Canberra pack. 
There is some talk going around that Aiden Tolman isn't a hundred percent, and that Luke Metcalf could be on the bench. Could, not will, could be on the bench. Depending, Aiden Tolman still got twenty four hours to um, get over the uh, the illness that he has. Um, it's not COVID either. He's just come down with a, a tummy bug or something like that. But look, the, when when I when the round one team came, you obviously dropped it in my messages at about one o'clock that. Connor Tracy was out. We didn't know whether he was, you know, dropped or he was going to be on the bench. It's kind of he's got a groin complaint. Looking at three to four weeks, this is Ronaldo's got to look at that and go. I need to be the best centre in the competition for four weeks because we know Jesse Ramian's not going to get dropped. So Ronaldo needs to be better than Jesse Ramian so Connor Tracy can't come back into that team. And then that that stems Ikevalu needs to be better than Katoa. So he doesn't get dropped. Mate, you're right. I mean, it sounds tough talking about, you know, we want to keep this player out of the thing. I want the best players there, and I genuinely believe Ronaldo is our best option at centre. We saw that quickly in the trial. We saw it for Newtown. We saw it when he was playing in the juniors. I, I'm really excited. Look, the, the back line picked itself with, with Connor out. The forwards, there was a bit of conjecture over who'd get picked. I think Teague Wilton is absolutely the man to start. We got that 100% right. Couldn't be happier. Uh, and I think the, I think the bench, you know, we we said Fafita would be there. I think he, he had to be there. He played himself into the team. There's no no two ways about it. He did, mate. Training in trial form has to count in that regard. I said before I don't care about results, and I don't. But performance does matter, and I think Fitz has got it right. It's a big squad, obviously, as you you need to in this COVID time. But even half those reserves, you want to kind of see playing first grade at some point. Yeah. Look. I think I think the squad was great. I'm glad Toby Rudolph is staying at prop. Um, Braden Hamlin Newelli obviously gets his chance to impress. Dale Finucane at lock. Uh, he is just he's something else. That man. Like I've watched that trial so many times just to watch Dale Finucane's first 40 minutes, and it's 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 a masterpiece. It is, mate. He's I think his signing might low key be the best we've made in a long, long time, and I say that with a bit of sincerity, but also with Nico Hines bias. But off the field. Everyone you ask is talking about Dalvin Hugan. Yeah, there's um, there's a lot there's a lot to be said when you know obviously we, we picked up arguably the best half that was a free agent. Obviously Matt Burton was there as well. Got to get a few more runs on the board than Nico um, in the halves is what I, is what I mean by there. But you know last year Nico Hines had a season of all seasons. You know. Um, not playing at fullback though, so look, I, I, I definitely think Dalvin Nukin's going to be like a Luke Lewis and Michael Ennis type signing. You need that professionalism. The guy's a born winner, hasn't missed the finals, won't miss the finals in his career. No, that's it. He's, you know, that's why I think he signed with us rather than the Tigers because he could have cashed in out there. But he wants to play finals football and he wants to play under a good coach. So, mate, how good is it to, to see a team named and not go, ah, oh, geez, what are they doing? as has been every week for the past three or four years. Yeah. Uh, now, just talking about our team, we enter round one. Um, we enter round one with 25% of our top 28 contracted players unavailable through injury or suspension. Now, Wade Graham, Connor Tracy, Cam McInnes, Mawini Harati, Jack Williams, all unavailable. Four out of those five are probably in the 17. Yeah, absolutely they are. And I'd add Trindle to that as well. Trindle and Pelé suspended, so you've got five out of those seven are probably in the team there or thereabouts. So, you know, we, we're we getting this, you know, people are saying, oh, it's a, it's a good team, picks or whatever. I've just, I've just rattled off. Wade Graham, State of Origin player, Premiership winner. 
Cam McInnes. Should, uh, I, I don't know if he's played Origin, but he's been around the squads. Jack Williams, our best player last year. Connor Tracy, Mr. Fix-It. Mawini Harati sucks. Uh, Braden Trindle, we want him to be our future halfback. Frank Lampello, he's going to be a future front roller. So, I don't know, man. It's like... And then you have a look at the New South Wales Cup team we've picked, and it's impressive. It is, it is very good. There's uh, going to be some superstars to watch on Saturday afternoon. If you're in the Newtown area, just quietly, uh, none more exciting for me than the fullback, Lockie Miller. I uh, know you're not extremely high on him, but I'm um, a little bit excited. Yeah, I thought, I, I honestly thought that there would be a, a shuffle in there and Kate Dykes might get the start, but he's actually starting fullback for the Jersey Flag team. I think the only reason why Kate Dykes is playing Jersey Flag is because Newtown get to pick a couple of players that have to play, and obviously Tyler Tamo is one of them. Now, I've got the New South Wales Cup team. Um, I've just got a few notes about it as well. It's it's a very, very strong team, apart from Angus Dernst. I don't know how that guy keeps getting picked. But Miles Tooley is back. A few years ago, Miles Tooley played New South Wales Cup, was the best player in, in the competition for, for Newtown, went to the Broncos and just became a shit human being, domestic violence, drink driving charges, beating up his teammates at training. And now he's back at Newtown. I, I honestly don't think it will be long before, you know, if he, if he cleans his act up off the field that he may be a, a late pickup for the Sharks because he's played some NRL footy and he looked like he belonged in an NRL team before he went to prison. Well, you gotta, you got to gotta cut that crap out. Uh, hopefully he comes good, turns his life around. You know, Newtown's pretty... Greg Madison's pretty hard-ass coach, so he's not getting away with anything. Ruben Rennie's also back for Newtown. Starred yeah. with us a couple of years ago. Scored a monster haul of tries. Lining up in the second row, which is which is interesting. But um, I, I think there might be a few late changes on that too because we got a few players that, uh, that may come back from Canberra on Friday night. Well, Tom Hazelton, who was picked in like the 23 jersey, uh, he's been named. Uh, Luke Metcalf has been named. Um, so some of the boys who were in that squad, they've been named to play Newtown, and some of the others will probably go and play there as well. Now, a question was posed to me um, that uh, Jesse Col- Colhern and Tom Hazelton didn't have or don't have NRL contracts but were named on our extended bench. As I've just said, 25% of our players were injured and you had to name 24-man squads this week. We got an exemption to name those two. They wouldn't have been able to play, though, unless extreme circumstances. Well, that's fair enough. It's good to get them in and around the squad. You know, there's nothing negative about naming them and then they line up for Newtown. Um, you know, if something does happen, because there's a long time between now and football, so anything can happen. Zach Sini has left us and gone to Parramatta. He was one player that I thought would have picked up one of the uh, the final two um, uh, positions. But obviously Hayes Dunster injured. There's a there's a walk up start there for Zach Sini. Should he be good enough? Um, if you had to pick between Jesse Colhorn and Tom Hazelton as to who gets a spot, you can only pick one. Who are you picking? Hazelton. I'm going Hazelton as well because Colhorn actually has a Sharks contract. Uh, well, there you go, mate. Hazel, uh, Hazelton just well, looks... Ah, well, Hazelton looks ready to go now. Yeah. Where Colhern looks like he's going to be something special. There's huge wraps, but if you, if you got him in the 30, you've got to play him at some point, he's, he's got to be your thinking. And I think Hazelton could play this weekend. I don't think... Col- I mean, Colhern probably could, but I think he's walking into a situation where he's not quite ready. Look, I, I think Hazelton will get one of the contracts, to be totally honest, especially with Sini going now. 
I think Hazleton, though, for him to get a contract, Fitz needs to get a haircut. That's completely fair, and I have a theory that that's why Sini has been moved to Parramatta, where his haircut fits right in. Yeah, I honestly think so Fitz is going to turn around to him and say, uh, listen, I'll give you the contract, but you need to look like me when you run out, because that... <laughs> That bald spot at the front is not fooling anyone, buddy. No, it's not. It's um, more aerodynamic to get rid of it, so I think in every second counts. Yeah. Um, overall, what are your what are your feelings going into round one? I know you tipped Canberra on League Outlaws, uh, Rugby League Outlaws on YouTube. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Absolutely. Look, I uh, I think we'll win, but I like to reverse jinx it and say Canberra on on um, on camera. So. Mate, look, I, round one, I hate round one. I, you know, last year was an aberration, first win in many, many years. It was good that it was against the Dragons and the piss and rain from memory. But, uh, look, Canberra at home, you know, going to be tough to beat. they got a lot to prove. They're a rookie halfback, though, and their centres are, you know, their 10th thing centre. They haven't named Xavier Savage either, which we didn't expect when I made that call. So, look, mate... Cronulla, for me, I think it'll be a 1-12 to 12 sort of thing. It all depends on uh, Nico Hines versus Jack Whiten. Superstar matchup right there. Yeah, yeah. Now, here's an interesting stat for you. Ricky Stewart is 14 from 18 in his round one games, and Cronulla, we know, have a history of being diabolically shit in round one. Um, but if ever we're going to go down there and, and turn the tide, it's now, as you said, they've got a rookie halfback. Last time Canberra debuted a rookie, rookie halfback in round one was 2011. They beat the Cronulla Sharks 40-12. Sam Williams had the ball on a string. This is going to be very dependent on Jack White. Now I think this young halfback is just going to be shovel the ball to Jack and hope that it happens. They've also got a rookie centre. Um, for anyone who plays super coach, this guy's probably going to be a cash cow because he's going to play about 10 weeks before Jared Croke is ready to come back and take the all-time losing record off Paul Gallen. Um, so he's going to be in there as well. They're, they're, our 1-7 is arguably stronger than theirs, ridiculously stronger than theirs. Their forward pack... You know, people brave about Penrith, uh, about Canberra's forward pack. It's Tarpany and Papali. You've just got to stop their offloads. Corey Howard and Ira as well destroyed us last year, but you know, outside of that game against Cronulla, he was he was pretty shit. So if we can just cover their their offloads, and I think we'll do that. You know, obviously our rucks a lot better this year having Dale Fanuke in there. Um, I, I'm pretty confident that we go down there and get that one to twelve win. Yeah, me too. And I, funny you mentioned Tarpany because I got him as a player to watch. He's the bloke that, you know, if someone has to have, get the sniffles before kickoff, kind of hope it's him. Well, I mean, uh, again, there's the, Josh Papali came out um, and said that he doesn't believe that the COVID vaccine does anything. So I kind of want him to get COVID. Um, just not, not just because we're playing him. I just want him to get it. Yeah, look, fair enough. I'm not, I'm not here to argue with you, Terry. I, mate, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm going to miss the first half. I'm going to watch it. Well, I'll miss it in a sense in that I'm going to watch it on the train. Then I'm going to go home, watch second half. Might even crack a, an ice cold beverage. Why wouldn't you just go to a pub in the city and watch it so you get the whole game and then go home late? You don't have kids. Uh, no, but I got a I got a very important draft at eight o'clock, and I'd like to be home and and able to draft because uh, the train and the internet are the two things that I trust the least. Yeah, and the internet on the Cronulla line between Walleye Creek and Hurstville is diabolical and you think you're just getting over it then you hit Kirawee get yep, Kirawee to, uh, to guy me this is a dead zone so shout Absolutely. out to the people there you're probably right I, you know if I was you I'd probably just stay in the city till 10 o'clock look I might there. do who knows I might sit here the views are great the TV's big why not yeah why not and you've probably got cold beer there as well oh certainly do certainly do yeah. uh, now another another thing that happened yesterday was we released 
our heritage jersey for this year. Now, when it first dropped, I looked at it and thought, that is the ugliest jersey I've ever seen. I hated it. It was an eyesore. My eye got a blister from looking at it. And then I saw Nico Hines and Dale Finucane, and I'm like, you know what, that jersey's actually pretty sexy. Mate, it's it's about who's wearing it. Look, I, I don't agree with the hoopla that it's the greatest jersey of all time. I actually like our home jersey. I like the colour of it. Now, I am very colourblind, so perhaps that's just registering different with me. But that said, I do love this jersey. Um, yeah. Our good mate Gaz Gaz Brown, definitely not Dover, but Gaz Brown, was talking this up in the preseason and said, wait to see, and I don't think he was let us down. What I like as well is that Aramex changed their colours for as well. We don't have that diabolical red like the, the Knights and their disgusting front logo jersey. Is The Aramex actually went white for it, which is brilliant. Mate, good on them. Like, I don't mind that it takes them seven weeks to deliver a parcel next door. This is a good thing. It's good, mate. Aramex, thank you so much. Well done. And all our sponsors have integrated into this jersey. The more the more I look at Dale Finucane in the jersey, and the more I look at that picture of Nico Hines as a model in the jersey, the more I want it. It's sold out. Yeah. Just, just to tell how popular it is. But not only that, looking at it, you know, when it got released, the fans of other teams that notoriously hate us are going, this is actually a really nice jersey. They are. Look, other than the, the negative crew on, on social media that it would boo Santa, everyone loves this jersey. Everyone loves Nico Hines in the jersey. Of course, you got those few that are like, oh, Nico's not sexy. They're wrong, idiots. Just wanted to call them out. But the yeah. jersey's brilliant. It's sold out. It's money into the into the club. What's not to love? No, I can't wait. So I, I, I don't know when the Heritage Round is, but hopefully they they release more. If they, when, when they release more jerseys for it, I probably will pick it up because it is it is such a it, it's a beautiful jersey now. Like I'm just looking at the picture of Nico Hines in it right now, and it's it just grows on you like. As I said, when, when it was released with Blake Braley and Ronaldo Mulatalo, I was like, oh, God, fuck, really dislike this jersey. And then they, you know, they put the models in. Wade Graham looks really intimidating in that photo they released of him as well. Mate, just brilliant marketing. What can I say? Yeah. Um, so we, let's go back to the game, Dan. How do we beat Canberra? Nico Hines goes ballistic, mate. Look, I think we've got to score more points than them. I know that sounds ridiculously obvious, but Canberra can come out and beat you 12-6, or they can beat you 40-28. to I prefer a high-scoring game because I think we'll score lots of points. Our defence, you know, has been worked on in the preseason over and over and over. That'll come. That, that may not come in round one. We saw it in the trial. look very, very good. But, you know, things happen, and Jack White is just as likely to run sideways 15 metres, and then just some superstar kid we've never even heard of makes a break. That's the sort of Canberra team you could get. So I think if we, we score heaps of points, put it this way, we got more firepower than they do, and I think we'll outscore them. Yeah, and I think it's going to be a big game for Will Kennedy as well, because Canberra's forward pack is really big. Like, they don't, I, I can't think of any mobile players they have apart from Corey Harawira and Iron. He's stuck on the right edge. Their pack is just big. And so this is a perfect opportunity for Will Kennedy to turn around and have a look in the defensive line and go, he's tired, let's let's target him. I'm going to bust up through the middle here. Yep. And that's that's how Will Kennedy needs to do that. That's a good shout. Blake Braley, mate, is um, 10 out of 10 importance. I really I, I like what I saw from him in the trial. i got to say, like I really liked – he looked up rather than just running which, you know, is something that he hadn't had until this year. So I'm expecting a big game from him, but I really think Ronaldo and Nico and Kennedy are the three. If I could pick any three players to have a big game, they're the three for me. 
Yeah, and uh, now I, I picked uh, I picked back on January 8th, our first try scorer to be Matt Ikevalu, and everyone was like, well, he's not even going to play. Well, he did because I'm a genius. Matt Ikevalu, first try scorer in the game and first try scorer for the Sharks uh, this year is a lock. Now, Dan, yes. something that you have got me into over the last couple of years. Yes. And it's not crossing. And I was going to say S&M. But, yeah, no, what... um. Where are you going with this, Terry? I'm, I'm not sure. Supercoach. No, I know, mate. Yes, last night we did a Supercoach draft, and we had um, uh, ourselves and seven big-name Sharks fans. We did have a late withdrawal, so I reached out to Scotty from Zero Tackle, who is a disgusting red V wearing dragon, probably money laundering or something. That's a joke. Um, but, yeah, yeah, it was good fun. Last night we had a super competitive draft. Um, there were some standouts. Uh, there were some disgusting drafting performances. And there was one performance that, well, he blamed the auto draft, mate, but we all know that he just sucks. Yeah. Look, I, I had a lot of fun doing that. But before we go into the draft and talk about our teams that we got this year in Supercoach, I, I did all right last year. Obviously, I'm the, the reigning champion of the Rugby League Outlaws uh, Supercoach uh, Division 2. But I've done, I've gone a little bit different this year, and I've gone for a lot of players of differential. So I'm hoping that lower players can be the cash cows for me to go and get your, uh, you know, your, your Nathan Cleary's and Turbos later on in the year. Yeah, look, that's a fair call. It's a good, um, good way of thinking. If you, you got to be firing at the end. It's like the real rugby league. You can't, we, a couple of years ago in a comp, I won the minor premiership by about 12 points. Like it was destruction. But I carried into the finals about 11 injured players and used all my trades. So I was Gornski's. And I dropped just thousands and thousands of ranks. So, mate, I like the way you think. Um, the side that I saw you picked early on was was putrid. It was an atrocity. It was like embarrassing, offensive. I would say. I'm looking forward to this new side you've uh, you're going to unveil tomorrow uh, tonight at eight o'clock. Yeah, look, I've I've gone for you know sort of low key players. Uh, you know, I took Tommy Turbo out of my team. Is that a risk? Is it not? And then I saw that 91% of people playing Supercoach this year have Tom Turbo in their team. My fullback, less than 3% have him. Oh, you beauty. Dane Laurie from the Tigers. Uh, no, I'd never pick a Tigers player. I don't oh. think I have any Tigers players in that team, actually. Um, but I do have some cash cows. I went and had a look at uh, some players. I went and had a look on um, Zero Tackle for the, the lineups. And... Um, yeah, I was able to find some rookies that are debuting and some, some really, really, you know, cheap players that are around, uh, which is going to be, you know, just really, really sexy for me later on in the year. Mate, this is good. But, uh, look, I'll, I'll, beat, I'll beat you, of course. Like, that's a non-given. But um, are we going to uh, unveil I'm, our I'm draft side? I'm going to about Supercoach Momentum, though, Dan, because you're absolutely right. Supercoach Momentum is a thing. And I, I don't let anyone tell you any differently. But last year in the Rugby League Outlaws one, I was sitting around about 12th. And then I went on this like enormous run and nearly got into the, the, the top eight of Rugby League. I think I just I missed out on points differential, but I had a look at my scores. And, and I would have got knocked out in the semifinals if I'd got to, into the Division One team. But obviously, I whitewashed the... Uh, the Div 2, but you're right, momentum is a big thing on that one. It is. Big, big. Anyone who says otherwise is a dirty, rotten liar. And I've just, I've had it. I've had it with dirty, rotten liars, Terry. Yeah. Now, our draft last night, as we said, it was it was a lot of fun apart from Rich um, being at a pro-Russian rally and Matt Alwood, uh having a sleep on the couch. 
Now, how how do you you know how are you liking your team overall? Is there things you've done different, or what's going on there? Mate, I love my team. So I picked at nine of ten. So I had the ninth and the uh, the twelfth pick. Nathan Cleary yeah. fell to me at nine, and I um I was dribbling. I was like, oh my god, it's gonna happen. And he gets there to nine, and I couldn't pick him any quicker. Um, of course, I had to go Nico Hines in the second round. So once I put those two in, the rest is just window dressing. Very happy. Look, my back line is a little bit, I mean, my back row is a little bit under under strength, but you take that because I spent early picks elsewhere. Um, but I am so confident that I will whip everyone in that competition. I'm going through undefeated, don't get me wrong. That I picked Chad Townsend for the first three weeks. That's how confident I am. So I'm playing with 10 players, in theory. Essentially. Uh, yeah, I was. I think my back row is really strong. I, I managed to pick up Isaiah, Jason Tongalolo, and Dale Finucane for my back row. My front row is just as strong with uh, Fisher Harrison and uh, Josh Papali as well. Mate, looks a good side. Do you want to go through the sides, Terry? Yeah, yeah. So my, we'll start start with my my fullback. Let, let's let's get some some fan feedback on this as well for the draft. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'll, I'll chuck the teams up afterwards. Um, but I. Got Ryan Pappenhausen with the first pick, and then my back line is Josh Adokar, Jermaine Azarko, Stephen Crichton, and Jason Saab. My halves are Jack Whiten and Daley Cherry Evans. Then I have Isaiah, Tom Malalo, Dale Finucane, James Fisher-Harris, Josh Papali'i, and Damian Cook. And on the bench, Siasawi, Tokiaho, Jarrah Warrior-Hargraves, Jaden Sewer, and Ken Malalo. Look, it's a good side. Lots of points there, mate. Um, look, I, I've uh, so my fullback is uh, the sexiest man in rugby league, Nico Heinz. Uh, my back line is David Nofaluma, Bradman Best, Brian Kelly, and Ronaldo Mulatalo. Uh, the halves are AJ Brimson and Nathan Cleary. Uh, I've gone the all scumbag front row and picked Fanua Blake and Pangai Jr. So um, one barbecue night completely wipes my front row. Uh, look at uh, at. Hooker, I pick Cam McInnes because I think he'll come back and absolutely kill it. Uh, and the back, the back row is Britton Nakora, Joseph Tappany, and Victor Radley. And then on the bench, I got Josh Hodgson, Kurt Catewell, Dane Laurie, and Chad Townsend. So uh, Sir Chad of Townsend to lead. I'm going to captain him this week against Paul. That's how confident I am. So uh, let us know, let us know, listeners, how much I've uh, doing Terry's team. Now I must say on record that I did pick for enjoyment. Uh, the Brimson pick, the McInnes pick, picking Nico at fullback. Obviously, there were probably higher scoring options there. But I'm taking um, the I don't care approach and going through undefeated. Yeah, I was very surprised that Jason Saab um, fell so low in the draft. Mate, people forget now, certain players. Considering you took North Luma three rounds before I took Saab, I was really surprised on that. Look, I'd, I'd still take North Luma. Uh, really? <laughs> yeah. How? Because Nafaluma's going to get mate, he's going to get sixty every week. Jason Saab's going to get negative three, then one hundred and thirty. You're going to have to ride that wave, and I wish you luck. Yeah, but if, if he gets negative three and one hundred and thirty, and Nafaluma gets sixty every week, I'm still ahead. Yeah, but he's going to get negative three a lot more, mate. If he doesn't score three tries, he's going to get he's he's going to go negative this year. Mark my words, that's going to happen. He'll never, he'll never get a negative game. The other thing as well, my very last pick was Kemal Marlon. Look at the he he was a mid season switch to the Tigers, scored eleven tries for him. Yeah, look. No, I hate you it. You picked the wrong Tigers, William, mate. You no, picked the wrong Tigers. Absolutely, mate. I, I will put it all on the line that Nuffaloon will outscore uh, Mabamo. No, it's not happening. No, 
Absolutely not. No, look, all right, all right, it was it was a lot of fun. There wasn't as much banter in the chat as we thought there were, but that was mainly because you tried to instigate it, and you're not funny. Yeah, look, no, that that's not what I uh, that's not what I have on record in uh, the Facebook chats. But um, look, I did I did call Richie and Amy. No, that... no one no one takes Facebook seriously, Dan. Like you and I complain about Facebook so much. <laughs> look, that. You know, the fact that you even re- reference Facebook suggests that I'm up one deal right now. Mate, Terry, keep moving the goalposts, and I don't appreciate it, mate. Look, I, I do have to apologise to Richie because I, um, I did call him a money-laundering scumbag last night um, for absolutely no reason at all. Um, but but hearing it again, I, I stand by my comments. Yeah, yeah, and I also just said he was at a pro-Russian rally, but we know he was there. <laughs> Yeah, look, friggin' Rich. I know you're listening, mate. Big shout-out. We love you, but your team is terrible, and you've only got yourself to blame. You do only have yourself to blame. Now, look, it's rugby league time, Dan. I can't wait for it. You tip for for the opening game tonight. Penrith without Nathan Cleary against the Turbos. Who are you going and why? Look, going Penrith because they're going to run out in front of a big home crowd tonight. Uh, The track's going to be dry, which is a real shock considering the shitty weather we've had in Sydney last week and a half. I think that home crowd is worth six to eight points, and I think that's what they'll win by. Yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm going to pick Neely on this one. I think the difference, difference obviously, in Penrith winning a premiership or winning a game or not is Nathan Cleary. Um, Sean O'Sullivan for mine just... I mean, I probably after seeing the the trial form, on that, I probably would have gone Kurt Falls over him, just because he, you know, his goal kicking and every, you know, points are going to be at a premium tonight. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, something just tells me Turbo is going to come out and just absolutely fire them home. Look, yeah, it does. I just, I just think the locks that are around this week are obviously the Sharks, whoever's playing the Tigers, uh, and I think the Bulldogs will beat the Chad Townsend led Cowboys. <sighs> Yeah, that's good. Anything else you want to add before we go? No, not really, mate, other than uh, Rugby League's back. Let's enjoy, and I'm not wearing any pants. That's fantastic. We're short and sweet this week. Don't forget to check out Rugby League Outlaws for all your tips, news, and gospel. Like and subscribe. Follow Punctured Media as well as Zero Fox Clothing. Bet with top sports, and also get your merchandise from mylittlefootyfan.com.au. Dan, I'll see you Sunday night. Mate, you certainly will, and hail Nico Hines. Hail Nico Hines.